Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Nikita Fedorov. Nikita, you are in Austin, Texas, and you are the founder at Case. And Case is spelled Q-A-S-E. Your website is case.io. Nikita, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting. It is a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Uh, also, Nikita, fun fact. So you're, you're a sci-fi fan. You're, uh, what, are, what are you watching these days? So I'm a fan of Marvel and I'm a fan of fiction books. My favorite author is Shackley. I love him. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Good deal. All right. Well, Nikita, um, give us an overview of what Case is. Um, Case, uh, you launched uh, about six years ago. Congratulations on that. And so Case uh, makes it easy to manage test cases. Um, it's it's a, a, a test ops platform. But can you, can you explain what that means for um, maybe non-techies? Yeah, so, uh, and I want to start with a short story of how that's all started. Yes, I was working as engineering manager in a company, pretty big company, and I was leading several teams and we didn't have software testing at all. We had so many bugs, customers were complaining, they were churning, and I had to hire a team and find a tool to support my team. And occasionally, all of them were ugly. They were from 90s with big print button. And I thought, wow, how that could be possible in 2016? So I decided to build a tool for myself, uh, by myself to support my teams. And initially, yes, that was a classical test management solution. But lately, uh, I've realized that the problem is a little bit bigger. People were using different tools for manual and automated testing. And it was extremely hard to understand what is going on in the company. So I have decided to bring together manual and automated testing to provide transparency of what's going on in your company. And a few years later, I've realized we have another big problem. <laughs> People were using from 20 to 40 different tools for software testing every day. Oh my. Software oh. testing frameworks, yes. And we have decided to build a single platform, single workspace for all your software testing activities. So, and that covers the whole software development life cycle. Yeah. Why? Um, so, what we're talking about here, because, um, you know, looking at your website, so case integrates with uh with all major issues trackers so it's got you know slack integration asana jira trello exactly. etc so i guess in my brain 
Um, I would think that issue trackers um, is is what case does, but maybe you can help me understand that a little bit better about what is the difference between an issue tracker? Because I could, I, I mean, I know what that yeah. is, right? Yeah. So I guess it's, um, you know, hopefully we have an issue gets reported oh, that needs to be fixed, or we're kind of going through the software and just kind of trying to break it. I mean, this is, uh, so I launched my first um um, to, you know, kind of software application back in 2007. And that was usually it. Like we would just experiment. And then when we found something that was working inconsistently or we didn't like, or, you know, it's just, then we would add it to the issue tracker. And then hopefully we would see that get resolved, testing, verify, okay, cool, publish. Um, and, and so where does case fit in that? Yeah, so uh, when you want to build a new feature in your application, you create a task or issue in issue management solution like Jira, Sana, and etc. But when you have built it, you have to test it to verify that it works as expected. And you have you write tests. They can be manual, automated, uh, AI tests, and etc. It's not a problem when you have only one feature in your application, but that's a problem when you have a lot of different features, a lot of user scenarios, for example, authorization, uh, adding a product to the cart, and etc. And usually your product evolves. You add new features, you rework existing, and you have to manage all these changes in these tests. So here we are, <laughs> well, we are at test management test ops platform. So uh, we pro uh, case provides three core values to our customers. Uh, test management. So you know what tests you have in your company across different projects, products, you have applications. The second is test reporting. We aggregate results of test execution in one place, manual tests, automated tests, and etc. And third, test analytics. We provide analytics based on historical data on how your software testing process works, what problems you have, what gaps you have, how you can improve. Because nowadays, software testing is a little bit underestimated, because but it affects time to market. For example, you have people only think, okay, we have to build this feature. Let's give an estimate. But you also have to give an estimate for software testing. Because you spend uh, one hour to build your feature, and then you can spend two hours one day just to test it, fix bugs in the mm -hmm. in this. So we help to understand what is going on and give insights, uh, advices how you can improve your software testing market, uh, software testing activities and reduce time to market. Um, in your blog, you've got the top QA fails of 2022. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which uh, I'll, I'll kind of just kind of give some of the uh, highlights of, of last year. Uh, Southwest had some issues that yeah. resulted in a lot of bad press. It ended up being yeah. very, very expensive. It's just um, old software. 
um, uh, Google Pixel, Tesla, uh, and even Taylor Swift. Would you mind maybe kind of talking about, um, you know, some of, you know, one or two of these and, and how does this stuff happen? So they can be a lot of different uh, reasons uh, for that. For example, when you don't have a test management solution, you manage everything in a spreadsheets. Somebody can overwrite your tests. Uh, you can uh, forget to execute something and that brings you to a failure. Or, for example, you don't have uh, necessary input data because, okay, we want to test a login function and we have to uh, enter your username, email, password, and here you are. If you have different account types, you have to, to test all of them. But sometimes people forget they use uh, test only one type. Okay, login works. So, so many different reasons, so many moving parts. Uh, yeah. And if we, do, <laughs> yes, in, in fact, we have about two or three uh, news uh, posts about failures in aviation. A few days, yes, yesterday we've published an, uh, another one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you so, have to, yeah. yeah. So, for example, like with, um, you know, Taylor Swift, for example, who broke Ticketmaster, <laughs> which, by the way, I don't think a lot of people have too much love loss for, for Ticketmaster, <laughs> yeah. especially artists, uh, but Ticketmaster couldn't handle it. And, um, you know, um, how would Case potentially be a platform that someone like a Ticketmaster could use to say, hey, look, T-minus, you know, four weeks until Taylor Swift's concert tickets are going to go on sale. It is absolutely going to ping the needle. Um, how do you, like, how do you test for stuff like that? You just like do load testing or I mean, I don't even know. Like, again, I'm the non-technical guy trying to imagine this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, technical, non-technical. <laughs> yeah. If you're SMB, in fact, you don't need load testing. You have to solve these problems in a few years when you're mid-market or enterprise. But when you are a big company with millions of clients, you have to use load testing. And uh, case is not focused on load testing right now. That's what we don't do. There are a lot of different solutions on the market that can do. But we can integrate and show if everything goes well. Uh, and uh, I prefer to think about case as an analytical platform for your software testing to show mm. problems you have. Okay, you have to look there or you have to adjust something there and you can improve. So anyway, uh, you have to do some homework, <laughs> write some tests, because only you know how your product works. We yeah. we can't tell you, yes, how your product works. 
Well, the the developer community seems to really love you because uh, I'll tell you on G2, you guys are dominating. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So you got, yeah, I mean, you've won High Performer Award, Momentum Leader Award, Easiest Admin for Small Business Award, Easiest to Use, Highest User Adoption for Small Business, Best Relation. I mean, you've got, you're getting all these awards. So obviously something's going right here. You've created something pretty helpful. Thanks, thanks. And interesting fact that we have reached uh, current valuation, cur uh, current revenue without any marketing or sales on a pure wow. word of mouth. So yes, pure organic growth. Yes, we have hired last year, we have hired marketing, sales and all that stuff. But I'm so proud that we got these results on a word of mouth. Yeah, well, that's got to be nice as a as a tech founder. Um, how did you um, like? How did you launch Case? Oh, that was uh, awesome. So I was working for several years after the day job. I was building this solution. I'm a developer myself. I was building this solution by myself because uh, I had necessary skills to do that. I I knew what I want. And I had a small graveyard of pet projects that were never released. I think that every developer has such on their hard drive. So I've, uh, I've realized, okay, this product will go live. It can fail, it can succeed, but it will go live anyway. I've released it. I purchased first advertisement. I spent $50, as I remember. And I've got first 100 users. And I've noticed that, that some of them started using case every day. That was a shock for me. I was shocked. Wow. I've, uh, I've did something, uh, something valuable. So, and there, there was no way back. I had to work more and more and more. Then I've met uh, our first angel investor, he offered us mm. a small check. Oh, you're doing great stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Please take money. Yes. And start earning. So we have uh, got this money. I've hired first developer. Uh, we have launched paid plan, got our first revenue. That was 80 US dollars. I will remember this. $80 <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We all remember that first $80. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone gave me money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was awesome moment. And then I've hired more people because when you are building a company from scratch, you can't do everything by yourself. That's a very big problem of technical founders uh, because of the nature of uh, our nature, our work. Uh, when you write code you get your uh, feedback immediately. It works or it doesn't work. And you want to build everything by yourself. I know how to build, I know I will do, but that's a, a tricky way. You can't do everything. You have to hire people. You have to hire right people who will do stuff. And the uh, main lesson I've learned from running this company is uh, that you have to hire people who will hire people 
who will hire people. Mm. Uh, you can, uh, for example, you can hire a great manager, but him, uh, please check that he will be able to hire another manager. He yeah. can hire, for example, engineers, but he won't be able to scale. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, just we just have a minute or so left here. Um, you know, you guys have been, um, you know, Meetup is using you, Crypto.com is using you, yeah. ChatFuel, yeah. Asana, JobTarget, SeatGeek. I mean, some pretty big names, um, but you also serve a lot of SMBs. Um, pricing starts at free for up yeah. to three users in your team. So, um, you know, I always love those models where you can, you know, at least kind of get in and, and play with the software and kind of see what it's able to do. Um, and then you go all the way up, of course, to uh, enterprise. Um, your website, again, case.io, um, you could either, um, I guess, click start for free or like, who, who would be appropriate? You can also book a demo. Um, yeah. who, who would be a good person to book a demo? A good person. So... If you are a developer or engineering manager or head of QA uh, or CTO, you can book a demo. So we have tailored demo for all these roles because uh, there are two types of people who are using case. The first one is engineers who wants to solve their daily routine to improve it, to reduce time spent on software testing. And the second is managers. They want to get transparency on what's going on. They want to get control. Uh, they want to measure because you can't control things you can't measure. You always have, for example, we want to improve software testing. Okay, what's our starting point? What's our A? And what's our B? Where we are going? Where we are heading? So, and case helps. Uh, it shows you what, where you are now and tracks the progress. For example, you want to, you have a lot of manual testers and you want to go uh, into automation. With case, you can track your progress. Of, for example, over the last two weeks, we have added uh, 10 automated tests. Over the last quarter, we have added 50, 500 automated tests. Now we have 50% automation. We have reduced our manual efforts from uh, 100 hours uh, per week to 10 hours per week and etc. So yeah. case can answer uh, these questions to managers. All right, Nikita Fedorov. Thank you so much for joining us again. You're the founder of Case. Uh, you're you're an industry. Folks love you. <laughs> Thanks. Your website Thanks. is case.io. That's Q-A-S-E dot I-O. Uh, Nikita, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience 
for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.